All right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. Well, let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an unfair resource. With your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie Chase. You're very good, you. You're goddamn right, he is. For the everyday fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. People, people. What's up, party people? Welcome once again to another fantastic show of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hit List, and with my man, 100 Years, Hit Charlie Chase. Wait, you were in. What was that, Flex? What kind of introduction was that? Here with my man, 100 Years. Charlie Chase, baby. What's up, Flex? What's up, Bureau? I got thrown off because I, I know what you meant. You, you, you meant it's true. We're at episode 22. 22. But obviously for you guys that can't see it. So Charlie looks over me and he puts up the two fingers. goes, two, two. You thought that I was thought, a peace sign? No, I thought you were doing quotation marks. Oh. You're like, I thought you were like, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, what? I was like, oh, 22. Because you, you put up. 22. Yeah, all right. I uh, wish I would have remembered that last episode was 21. That's my lucky number. Right. We, we talked about that when we left yeah, the show, yeah. right? But uh, episode 22, nevertheless. Uh, Why is 21 your lucky number? I just liked it, you know, growing up. Was a big Dion fan, and he always wore twenty one. Oh, dare you! I just liked it. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I liked. It. I liked the number. <laughs> I just liked it. Yeah, now I you just see liked it. it. It's all right. I mean, did you did you play sports like back when you were younger for like CYO or like yeah, other teams? Yeah, of course. I played um, touch touch football at one fifty one for like um, you know five six years. Played basketball, played baseball. Yeah, all around athlete. Did you uh, did you have like a number that you wanted every year? Twenty one. 21 was the number you wanted? 21 okay. was the one. You know, all sports, basketball, everything, baseball. I, I was the same way with uh, with number 20. Number 20? Yeah, because especially at the time during the 90s Knicks, I was a big Allen Houston guy. Allen Houston. Yeah. I was one of the 20. sweetest jump shots ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then uh, as I got older, it's funny because so one time I won a basketball league um, for this league called RSPA. We won this basketball league tournament. And we, our team name was White Cheddar. White cheddar? Yeah, I don't remember why, but we just know we like white cheddar popcorn is bad good though. Yeah. So instead of white chocolate, white cheddar? Bad guess, yeah, if you want to look at it that way. We just, I know I think it was just because we were just eating white cheddar popcorn. It's like, yo, it's mad good. Yo, Nateen is white cheddar. <laughs> so we won the basketball uh tournament that year, and then the, the prize was like these kind of like uh like high school football jackets in a mm-hmm. sense, like these Letterman jackets. And you could get like any number name you wanted. So I got the number I had on the team, number seven, Flex. And then my boy Bill it was funny, and he got his Bill Ryan, he got a six one for six first year Woodside. I'm like, wow, that's hilarious. That's amazing. Represented Woodside. So from then on out, anytime I had a chance to pick any numbers, like when I play on um, any football team I play for, a basketball team I play for, I get the number 61 in every, all my leagues. 61. Yep, just because Bill Ryan and represented Woodside Queens. Yeah, that's why I think I've seen you with the, with the 61 jersey, and I never asked you why. Like, oh, that's kind of an odd number. Unless you're an offensive lineman, but and football and basketball, I get six one. Yeah, anytime a basketball jersey is to get them, you know, because some of the leagues I'm in, they get like these uh, custom made basketball jerseys. I get six one on them. Cool, cool. Uh, a lot to talk about today on today's yeah. show. It's gearing up to be a fun, fun weekend. Fun weekend. First of all, just to get out of the way, let's go Yankees. Let's go Yankees. There's a Yankee game. Tear down that wall. Yeah. Yes, the Yankee, the Yankee game. game. I'm gonna. I'm excited. I'll be watching that Yankee tonight for mm-hmm. all my Yankee fans out there. Let's go root on for our Yankees and then yeah. uh, bring I'm sure that for the Yankees. This year, that yeah. was that was awesome to see the other night. 
Yeah, man. The Bash Brothers went big, man. Yeah, yeah. Go see um, Giancarlo Sad and Aaron Judge both. Yeah, knocking it out. But the when park. Uh, when Judge hit that home run to to start the game, that was crazy. It was funny because I was watching the game at home. Actually, I stayed at home mm-hmm. and I watched it with my wife. Um, but before the game started, I put on some movie that uh, that came up on um, like HBO, yeah, or something like that, whatever. And then she wanted to kind of keep watching because she's never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Like, ah, it's okay. I'll get the updates on ESPN. Like, ah, Aaron Judge hit a home run. I'm missing yeah, this. Yeah. But then she's like, oh, let's, let's switch, let's switch. I was like, no, it's okay. You can Bottom finish watching your movie, and we're moving and we're gone. Anyways, yeah. um, so Yankees big uh, Comic Con going on in New York, which I'm really upset that I'm not there. Comic Con, Comic Con is this weekend. Yeah, it's already started Comic-Con Thursday. Comic-Con is this weekend. You know what else is this weekend? Started Thursday. Oh, started, oh started and it's yesterday. Going on the whole, yeah, it's going on. You know there. what else is this weekend? Um, the first national New York pizza convention in the Bronx. Really? Yeah. Pizza makers from all over the world are going to the Bronx this year. Watch uh, this be like the one episode that my wife listens to in full, and then she's like, oh my God, you're not taking me. Yeah. You don't love me. Yeah, we may go uh, We may go tomorrow, my girlfriend and I. Her son is really big into pizza. So. My wife is, like, for my wife, it's like in rankings. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, we have fantasy football rankings, who's our favorite for everything. Yeah. So her rankings, like, pizza's probably number one. Okay. Oh, so you got to take her. She, she'd enjoy this. Yeah, pizza's like number one. Uh, Puppies is like number two. The color blue is somewhere up. The color blue is probably number two. Puppies like number three, maybe. And then there's like a course of like a whole barrage of like Channing Tatum's and Chris Hendworth yeah, and all yeah. those other people up there. I'm I'm somewhere in the mid twenties in my wife's rankings. Okay, somewhere it was good enough to get married, but still right. there's a there's you a crack, lot. You cracked the top fifty. There's also you know wines way above yeah. me too. You know what I mean? So, uh, what else? Oh, Venom comes out this weekend. Oh, yes, I, I might that? go see that tomorrow. So maybe we'll make a whole thing out of it: pizza convention and pizza venom. convention and, and venom, and then uh, and then the that. big uh, UFC fight tomorrow night. Yeah, I don't care about that. You don't care about that. It's the biggest fight in UFC history. You don't care about it. I know it is. I don't care. Yeah. That's just me personally. Look, I mean, I'm I'm more likely not going to watch. It. I'm going to go watch the venom movie tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I told you, I'm just I'm just it's like big fights like this, but like especially UFC is less uh, interesting to me than boxing is. Oh yeah, and I'm not even. You know, I'm not even. I mean, I'm into boxing to an extent, just not yeah. like following it. Oh no, I'm I'm big. I'm more big into boxing, but I, I'm, I I've gotten into UFC the last couple of years. So I'm looking. Yeah, I know you're a UFC guy, but uh, yeah. So then, um, but that is a big fight, and mm-hmm. I'm just not gonna watch it. But a lot going on, and I'm upset that I'm I'm not in Comic Con. I wish I was there, but it is what it is. Uh, also, just to get to fans out there to let you know, once again, follow us every time at BFB Podcast on Twitter at Podcast BFB. Follow us, ask us any questions you want. We are constantly updating you to the minute when we get the information about any kind of injuries, inactives, ins, outs, all this, that, and third. But yesterday when I posted something, I got to shout out my boy, Zimmel, Patty Fantasies, Pat okay. Zimmel, because he sent me two texts and he shows that he the people try to make trades with him that involve money, mm-hmm. which is a fantasy no-no. Hashtag collusion. Collusion. This fantasy football ethics. And he even said it. That, nope, I can't, I can't ruin my fantasy integrity. So shout out to my man, Zimmel. Yes. For having great fantasy integrity, for being an honest, stand-up, righteous guy. Mm-hmm. It's dope. And I'm just saying it's that uh, we're going to make a show about that called The Unwritten Rules of Fantasy Football. Yeah, that'd be a good one. That's going to be a great one. So we want you, the listeners, to give us what's fair, what's foul. Like my boy Kentle hit me up as soon as he saw that I posted that. And he was like, yo, that actually would be a really good show. Like maybe if you're in your matchup, if you know that you're going against somebody who needs, um, say, a QB. And you take the best QB available. You don't need the QB, but you take it away from him so he doesn't play it. That's fair. Right, right. As, as yeah, especially like when you get down to like the uh, the playoffs and the championship games. Especially like if, even more, if, yeah. Especially right. even more so when it's against your opponent. When you take away your yeah. opponent stuff, even more that's, so with that. That's a skill. That's skill involved there. Right. But when you you know when you're colluding, that come on, that, that so, goes against the integrity of the game. So, you know? so hit us up and let us know about what are some things that you want us to yeah. talk about the show, like something you experienced. 
whether it's during the season, during the playoffs, draft, pre-draft, or something, some sort of collusion, or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. to see if we talk about it and say what's fair and what's foul for the unwritten rules of fantasy football. We will make that show coming up within the next couple of weeks. And also, which is cool to add on the show, let us know about the bad trades. Everybody every year always make these dumb trades all the time. Yeah. So let us know about any kind of bad trades. And I'm, it's funny because I'm sure in our Better Fantasy Bureau, people are arguing about a lot about the fact that we let the people veto and some trades are getting vetoed already. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they're going to have some things to say about that. We're definitely going to change that rule next year for the league that we run, but it is what it is. And moving on, just before we finish, go right into the nitty-gritty of the show, because we have so much to mention, Uh, we have a giant giveaway. We do have a giant giveaway. A A giant giveaway. A giant, (laughs) giant giveaway. But I'm not going to tell you right now. We're going to let you guys know. Well, you know already, Charlie. I'm not going to tell you, the listeners. I'll tell you a little bit more towards the end of the show. Let's get on to the information of the show, give you all this information. Mm -hmm. So it's either you're going to listen to the rest of the show and find out the end, or you're going to fast forward through this and find out what the giant giveaway is. But it is a fantastic giant giveaway. Way to tease it, Flex. Oh, yes. Yeah, so you, you learned something in Radio's College. Oh, uh, why, thank you, lady. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, shout out to Connecticut School of Broadcasting, which I did go to. I went to Connecticut School of Broadcasting in Orlando, not Connecticut, mm-hmm. but Howard Stern went there, too. All right, so moving on. So um, let's go on real quick and let's go by who's hurt with the who's hurt topics. Uh, Ouchie. You know, ouchies, yes, ouchies. Something my wife would say, the ouchies. When she sees something on like a TV, like... And uh, somebody gets their arm broken. She goes, ouchie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Lamar Miller. There, These are the worst. Now, the things about Lamar Miller is the worst because he's a game-time decision. And it's worse with his case because it's a late Yeah, the Sunday game. night game. Yep, against you-know-who. So oh, uh, I know. <laughs> so, yeah, so he's going to be a game-time decision. Now, just make sure you have a backup plan. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, 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 if you have, like, other two capable, like, running backs, like somebody, like, let's say, like, Peterson or Lynch or Freeman, you know, but you still want to play Lamar Miller if you want to, just try to put him in your flex spot or try to just make sure you have another backup plan or pick up Alfred Blue if he's still available because it's going to be a game time decision and those are the worst to um, kind of judge your team around, you know, base your team around. Uh, Joe Mixon, all signs are starting to point like looks like he's going to play. Yes, sir. It looks like for now, I'm not going to have to write the my bad statement that I got. No, no. Looks like I got it right. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and also with that being said, G- uh, the Gio Bernard is out. He's going to miss two to four weeks with an MCL sprain, and John Ross is also declared out. Leonard Fournette it's like is- they're trading two weeks at a time. Yeah, Gio like, and, all right, your, th- Mixon. your turn. All right, I'll sit out yeah. for a little bit, you know? Yeah. Uh, Leonard Fournette, it looks like he's going to be out for two to three weeks. Sorry, Kento, because he's the Leonard Fournette order. I don't want to has- say I told you so, but... He has two teams named... Uh, um, for Netflix and chill. That's his names. All right. Uh, Alice Collins is still- doing a lot of chilling right now. Like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, Leonard Fournette is doing a lot of chilling. Uh, Alice Collins is questionable, but he was full goal at practice today. And for the Packers wide receivers, Randall Cobb has been officially ruled out. Devontae Adams will practice on Saturday. We'll continue to inform you about his progress through our social media platforms. And uh, there's, they said there is hope for Jadron Allison. They said there is hope for him to play, uh, but we'll see. If Allison does sit, though, Make sure you pick up Marquise Valdez-Scantling, Scantling, whatever he pronounces his name, because if you need a wide receiver or if you want like a deep flyer for a daily play, make sure you have him there. Mm-hmm. Moving on to our game reviews to set you up for the rest of the Sunday matchups because there was a really fun... Well, just to let you know, too, just real quick, you got to shout out like that. You got to shout out Tom Brady. Um, 
Tom Brady, if you're listening, my Yankees are going to squash the Red Sox, hopefully. But regardless of that, congratulations on making another NFL record for yourself, throwing touchdowns to 71 different receivers. Yeah. And that 71th going to the guy that we have on our team, Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. And that was number 500 for And it it was his 500 touchdown. Yeah. And it was his 500th touchdown. What a career. But for 71 different receivers, I mean, 18 years of football, you could do that. But nonetheless, it's still, no matter what, impressive to do. Great accomplishment. And another funny thing about that game, Andrew Luck. Did you notice? Did you know this? Not notice. Mm-hmm. Know this. Andrew Luck has never defeated Tom Brady in his Patriots in his, in his entire career. Has, He's faced him six games. He's always six against Tom Brady and the Patriots. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. All right. So going on now to the game reviews. Charlie, start us off. All right. Let's get to it, fellas. Uh, so Broncos at Jets. Uh, Jets are a minus one point home favorite with a 42 and a half over under. So... Uh, the Jets are coming off three straight losses, and this may be a you know a get right spot for them. Um, you know the the Broncos have struggled against the pass this year. So look, Sam Darnold, um, you know he's had his struggles. You know he opened up the uh, the season with an impressive start against Detroit, but has struggled ever since. Uh, now let's see you know with a softer matchup. Now um, as far as the Jets go, Inua has a tough matchup um, going against Chris Harris. Who um, you know, if there's any shutdown corners left in the NFL, he's definitely one of them. Uh, and Anua does run 69% his of his routes out of the slot, so he will see a lot of Chris Harris. Now, you know, Harris has shut down Tyler Lockett, Willie Sneed, and Seth Roberts so far this year. So it's going to be interesting to see if the Jets move Anua around to kind of get him away from you know that Harris uh, coverage. So look in in a seasonal. I'm starting him because just based on value. Um, but in daily, he may be a little bit of a stay away from me. Now, the interesting target here um, in daily, not so much in seasonal, will be Robbie Anderson because the Broncos have actually struggled against the big play this year. Um, they rank dead last in um, plays over 20 yards with 19, giving up 19. So Anderson is $3,700 on DraftKings and $4,500 on FanDuel. So I wouldn't mind taking a flyer with him daily. Now, on the Broncos side of the ball, um, just one last thing to touch on the Jets before I move on. The, uh, the running game is a complete stay away for me. Um, I mean, look, Crowell, uh, Crowell and Powell, you know, I mean, I guess if you have them in seasonal, you could start them as flex plays, but a complete stay away in daily. Uh, the Broncos have been strong against the run this year. Now, on the Broncos side of the ball, um, you know, Case Keenum has come back down to earth after a quick start in week one, um, has not thrown a touchdown in three straight games, um, and he missed a, a wide open Demarius Thomas at the end of Monday Night Football which was, you know why that was so annoying? You tell me, Charlie. Because that would have put the game over. Mm-hmm. And guess who had the over in that game? You did. That's right. You guessed it. I had the over. So thank you, Case Keenum. Good guess, Flex. <laughs> so, um, look, I mean, I'm not starting him in seasonal or in daily this week. Uh, the Jets have, um, you know, a defense that blitzes a lot, and Case Keenum does struggle against the blitz. So he's a stay away from me in seasonal, in daily. Um if there's any silver lining here, um, Manny, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, get him into your lineups. And Demarius Thomas, I don't mind him as a low-end flex play. But other than that, um, the rest of the Broncos is stay away from me, even the running game. That running game is a little bit of a mess right now. Um, so if I had to go with a team for this game, I am going with the New York Jets. You're going with the Jets for this game? Really? Yeah. All right. I did not see that happening. Yeah. 
But uh, nonetheless, here we are. I am going to take the Broncos in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. The game, um, it was it was minus one, but it got bet down to a pick and now it's at minus one again. So it's a toss-up. You know no, I mean? no, I got you. I mean, like I said, I'm going with the Broncos in this game. And I always said, you know, like week one, it was a good week to be a Jets fan. I mean, obviously not the next yeah. few weeks. You know what I mean? I mean, hey, listen, the Jets, guys, if you want me to give you some... I guess, mm-hmm. you know, good side out of things. Sam Darnold has more passing yards than Cam Newton, Ryan Tannehill, Dak Prescott, and Alex Smith. I yeah. mean, that sounds good. <laughs> I mean, it sounds good when you say it, right? Uh, but this is, I mean, look, this, this is a get-right spot for him. So let's see. You know, they're, they're going to be at home. The crowd's going to be into it. I, um, I, I like nothing other than I like a new one, though, still. For, I mean, I know what you're saying, and you, you are very right against your points. I still like a new one just for the fact that he's being targeted in the 20 Yeah, I mean, just on, on look, in seasonal, you're playing him just just – Based on on value, like I said, yeah, twenty nine percent of his routes he runs, he gets targeted. So I mean, yeah. I still like him there. All right, so I uh, I like the Jets. You like the Jets? Okay, moving on now to uh, the Giants. No, the, not the Giants. So the Packers versus the Lions, right? Yeah, you got the Packers and Lions. Okay, my bad. The Packers mm-hmm. versus the Lions. Where did I put them there? All right, so now the Packers versus the Lions. All right, now we talked a lot about this last week. Who is the, you know who's the the Lions playing next? Who they playing next? Because you just play their running back, you know. And I told you how much I love Aaron Jones is here. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, my fantasy ride or die. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's the guy. And with Aaron Jones, is the thing. It's not a question of if he's going to take over that backfield. It's when he's going to take over that backfield. You know what I mean? So, so um, is, is this the week? I'm hoping it's going to be the week. It may or may not be, but the thing is, the matchup is just so good. I am even strongly considering. So what I did last night in one of my leagues, I put Julian Edelman into my wide receiver two slot, mm-hmm. and I because I have Michael Thomas in my wide receiver one. I put he looked Julian, good last night. He looked a little, yeah. little side note. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah no. But the first pass thrown to him right away. Yeah. So you no, know, he did fine. Twelve points he got me. But what I'm saying is that Julian Edelman went to my wide receiver two spot because Michael Thomas was my wide receiver one, and I moved Amari Cooper to my wide receiver three. Because no, to my flex. I'm about to see to my flex spot mm-hmm. because of the fact that uh, I might play Aaron Jones over right. Amari Cooper. It's either over Amari Cooper or over Adrian Peterson. One of those two right. I might play him. Because, so you wanted to keep him in the flex so you could pay. Yeah, it. so I could think about it. Yeah. Um, because Aaron Jones, like I said, this is this is possibly the week that he puts up you know the, the number one RB type one numbers because the Lions are extremely friendly to running backs, giving mm-hmm. up the most rushing yards in the NFL so far. Uh, the Packers wide receivers are pretty banged up, and with Cole, with Cole, Cole Cobb <laughs> officially out, um, the Lions are you know the Lions are just so bad against the run that they yeah. may rely more on Jones because you know That's like a good the, point. the wide receivers are just kind of banged up right there. Uh, so I, I I just I just really love Jones in this game, you know, and he you know don't get me wrong, Jamal Williams still going to get his touches here and there. But like I said, it's not a matter if he takes over. It's a matter of when he takes over. I'm not saying that this is going to be the game that he does do it, but it's definitely the game that he's still going to make the most out of every single one of his touches against such a poor, poor run defense of the Detroit Lions. On the Detroit Lions side of the ball, Blunt was out of practice and could possibly be out this game. And if he is the case that he is out this game, it's just more love for Carrion Johnson. He's been getting better and better and better every week, not for nothing. And Green Bay's like in the middle of the pack. They have given up the 16th most rushing yards to running back so far. But the thing is, you play Golden Tate for sure. You play Kenny Gallagher. Day. And I think that this game, not for nothing, is still going to be another kind of a shootout to an extent. You know what I mean? I think it's going to be like a pretty high-scoring game because the Packers' defense is not all that great. You know, the Lions' defense is good against the pass. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's even more so an Aaron Jones-type game. But, um, you know, it's it's going to be it's gonna be a lot of fantasy points that can be given all around this game. Marvin Jones is either one to consider to play. Uh, you know, I mentioned to you he's still getting the red zone targets. Unfortunately, in a, he hasn't passed a game yet with four catches and 69 yards. But 
in standard play, I like Marvin Jones a little more, but he's still t- he's still tied for sixth place amongst wide receivers for the most red zone targets. So, I mean, you could still consider him th- there, but that's about it. But I see like Aaron Jones being like the highest fantasy score that are, that's not a quarterback in this game, and I am taking the Packers. I am taking the Packers as well. All right. Quick question before we move on: nope. um, Are you are you a believer in Galladay now? I uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, he has proved. Yes, he has turned it around for me, and then he has uh, won me over. So I am now a Gaudi believer. Yes, right. I am, yeah. and I was wrong about that, and I'm happy that I'm wrong about that because he's doing very well. Yeah, uh, great talent, uh, Galladay. Uh, all right, moving on. Your New York Football Giants tra- traveling to Carolina. The Panthers are a six and a half home favorite with a forty three and a half point total. Now the Panthers are uh, coming off their bye week, should be ready to roll. Uh, the interesting thing here is that the Panthers have struggled to protect Cam Newton. Uh, but on the other side, the Giants' pass rush has been like non-existent so far this year. Yeah, but Olivier Vernon might be coming back. Yeah, that's this true. week he might be and coming they, back. And they this need week, him. So. I mean, look, they're yeah, yeah. they're dead last in sacks with He's five. He's back to practice now. Yeah, they're so. uh, dead last in sacks with five and twenty eighth in quarterback hits with nineteen. Um, also, the Giants are ranked dead last in rushing yards allowed to a quarterback with one hundred fifty so far. So. This is a really good spot for Cam to to really eat this week. Uh, in seasonal, Cam's a plug and play, uh, but I actually really like him in daily. I think this is a really good spot for him, and he could be really low owned. He's eighty four hundred on Fanduel, uh, and on DraftKings he's sixty four hundred, so he's completely mispriced on DraftKings. I'll have plenty of Cam exposure on both sites. Now, uh, Carolina's strength is run blocking. Um, their offensive line does a really good job of you know getting out in front. So this is a smash spot for CMC. Um, I love him in seasonal. I mean, you don't need me to tell him, tell you to play him, um, and I expect him to have a big big day and get him into your lineups in daily. He's he's getting a little bit pricey. Remember a couple of weeks ago, I said that he'd be right around like eight k, eighty five hundred in a couple of weeks. Uh, well, he's now eighty one hundred on Fanduel and eight thousand on DK. So uh, I'll have plenty of CMC in my lineups for sure. Uh, the Giants have for for the first four games have given up at least five catches to opposing running backs, and I don't see any reason why that trend's not going to continue. Um, now, if there's a wide receiver play, I think you could take a look at, at Funches here. His targets have gone up since Olsen went down. So, I mean, he may be, you know, low-level flex play this week, but um, I'll definitely have some some of him in daily to pair him up with Cam in my Cam, in my cam stacks. Now, on the Giants' side of the ball, the offense is really, really, really struggling, uh, especially in the passing game. Eli dropped back to pass 41 times this week. Do you know how many passes he attempted over 20 yards? Uh, very little. I know. I've been saying that last week that he throws yeah. the balls like under two seconds. Only three. So yeah. in an offense that has those kind of weapons, that's that's inexcusable. So, you know, Eli's got to start taking some shots down the field. Now, in seasonal, he's a stay away from me. I, I want no part of him in daily as well. So uh, the the passing game, as far as the quarterback goes, is stay away from me. Now, Saquon on the other side is a completely different story. Um, for the f- <laughs> yeah. Now, for the fourth game in a row, he's topped 100 yards from scrimmage. Uh, but he only had 16 touches last week, which for someone that talented is inexcusable. Now, remember a couple of weeks ago when I was yelling at the top of my lungs to get the ball to Zeke, please, at least 25 times. Mm-hmm. If I was a Giant fan, I'd be doing the exact same thing. Yell from the top of your lungs to get this guy the ball at least 25 times. Um, and this is the matchup we want to do it. The Panthers has have struggled against the, the run so far this year. So 
um, get Saquon the ball. And he's actually one of my favorite plays in daily because I expect him to be lower owned. Now, on the offensive side of the – I'm sorry. Uh, as far as the receivers go on the Giants side, uh, look, I mean, look, you're playing Odell even though him and Eli have looked a little out of sync so far this year. But, I mean, look, he's one of the best receivers in the game. You are playing him. The interesting target here is – Sterling Shepard, who last week had a great game catching 10 out of 10 balls for 77 yards and a touchdown and gets another great matchup against the Panthers D who have struggled to uh, guard the slot receiver this year. So I like Sterling Shepard a ton this game. So I think there's a there's a chance that, you know, the Giants can eat. But ultimately, I do like the Panthers in this game. Of course you do. Yeah. Uh, just a credit to like about what you're saying about Odell. See, the thing is, like, not for nothing, Odell owners, be patient because, the, you know, you're right. He's not taking shots down the field, Eli. But he's quarter of the season is done already, though, Flex. How, how patient can you be? It's a quarter of the season. It's not half. That's, it's okay. You know, it's a quarter of the season. It's okay. It's just a quarter. You if, went it, through, if it was baseball, it would be 40 games You went already. through almost a quarter of a season upset that Eli – I mean, that Eli, that, uh, that Zeke wasn't getting the ball. Elliot – and he got it, you know, once. But he was scoring. But I'm saying you know, he got he it. But he got it. Producing. He got the touches you wanted from him once out of the quarter of the season. You're still right. patient with it. You know what I mean? Now, I know I know it just with Odell, but because the thing is this, he's still getting at least nine targets a game. Right. He's still getting looks. The problem is, this is the problem, besides the touchdowns, obviously, because mm-hmm. he hasn't had one yet. The problem is he's just averaging just 10.7 yards. When you think Odell... You think of like that long speed, you know those long touchdown passes, but not even that. Also, when he catches the short passes, you think of like the long runs he could either either yeah, from after either from catching the him ball in a position to do that, or he catches the ball and he runs out. It doesn't matter so much, but about getting position. That's the only thing. That's why it looks bad. He's mm-hmm. still not doing that bad. Like I said, he's still getting nine targets a game. So number, yeah. if you look at the numbers. It's it's it, that's what you got to be patient about. You know, yeah. it's because he's quick quick check downs to Barkley, and he, all eyes are on Barkley more than anything else. Odell is not noticed as much because mm-hmm. of all these quick check downs to Barkley, so it looks worse than what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I just I think that you know in this game with basically their season on the line at one and three. They're they're gonna go down with with Barkley probably G- we'll give see. him the ball twenty five times. Uh, also, just to let you know too uh, to also credit yourself. I am worried about um, Christian McCaffrey because the fact that the Giants are actually ranked twenty one in running back fantasy points allowed. Mm-hmm. So, so you are going with the Panthers. I like the Panthers. Who are you I'm taking? Taking my Giants again. All right, moving on to the Titans versus Bills. What do you got for me? Titans, no, is it? No, it's the pack. No, I said Packers versus Lions. Yeah, Titans versus Bills now. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Come on, Flex. Titans versus Bills. Now, this was a very big defense that I picked up in three of my leagues off the waiver wires. And, of course, it's mainly because of this matchup. But the Titans have been a pretty solid defense all around. The Titans have the fifth highest blitz rate. In the mm-hmm. league so far. This rookie, Josh Allen, is going to feel a lot of pressure, and he doesn't do well when he's under pressure. He was sacked or under pressure for 44% of his dropbacks last week. And as we already know, the Bills have a very bad offensive line. Sorry, Matt. But um, on those plays, Sorry, Matt. He, he's listening. <laughs> on those plays, he finished the, the Josh Allen, those plays that he was like pressured or you know being blitzed. And, you know, um, he finished for one for 10 for two yards and threw an interception. So with the Titans playing so much pressure, I like them a lot. I, you know, I'm playing their defense, you know, with a lot of confidence. Very happy I got them off yeah. waiver wires. Um, I wouldn't. They're, they're put, my favorite D in daily this week. I wouldn't play any of the Bills 
maybe their kicker. That's about it. But you know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't play any of the Bills. I wouldn't even play McCoy. I wouldn't even play their kicker. They're probably not going to score. But that's why. They'll probably get close enough maybe just to kick the ball. Maybe. Mm-hmm. That's about it. But you know what it is? Somebody, If somebody possibly gets a touchdown you know, out I of just here, got deja vu. Last time we said this about the Bills, they, they won. They beat the brakes off the Vikings. Listen, man. It, 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 of course, something. Now Matt's smiling. <laughs> of course, something unforeseen <laughs> could happen. It's just too risky to predict. Mm-hmm. And it's just too risky to play, especially in season long. I even think so in daily. I don't think I wouldn't play anybody. Uh, the tight end's not for nothing. Who I really like here a lot is Deion Lewis. As the Bills have given up, se- has given up seventy receiving yards to running backs per game mm-hmm. so far. So Lewis is the pass catcher on that team. He's sixth most in the most in the league actually. So I see a big game from here. Um, the Bills also have allowed thirty seven fantasy points to opposing wide receivers per game. So I like Corey Davis here as well. You know he might have another big game. Um, and hey, it, 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 it's, it'd be good to see him to come back. You know, as the rookie and kind of play to the potential that people thought he would have. And maybe he'll turn me out to make me a believer, just like Kenny Alley did. We'll see what it is. But in this game, I like the Titans. I like the Titans as well. Moving on. All right, so Falcons at Steelers. The Steelers are a three-point home favorite with a massive, massive 58-point total. I don't remember seeing a point total that big in as long as I've been watching football. 58 points? That's crazy. Now, the Atlanta defense has been absolutely smoked this year, giving up top uh, 10 QB performances in each of the last three weeks, and I don't see any reason why that's not going to continue this week. Uh, Big Ben... All systems go. If he's a, if he's available in your league and you need a streaming option, um, he's in the absolute nuts spot this week. Now, um, you know it's it's the highest game total of the week. The Steelers have the highest implied total at thirty point five. Um, so I don't, I just see no reason why you know he's not going to put up great numbers this week. In daily, he's eighty four hundred um, on Fanduel and he's sixty four hundred on DK. So again, another quarterback that's mispriced on DK. Uh, in DK, he's a cash game lock. So uh, if you're playing cash games on DK and you're not playing Ben Roethlisberger, delete your account. You shouldn't be playing DraftKings. <laughs> um, so pair him up with Antonio Brown Pretty and nice. move out. Don't even think about it. No, b- delete your account. Believe me. <laughs> um, as far as uh, James Conner go, uh, it's all system- systems go for him as he continues to fill in for Lev Bell. Um, the last couple of weeks, he's kind of come down to earth a little bit, but um, if there's a get-right spot for him, this is it. Atlanta struggles against uh, pass-catching backs. Not to say that Conner is, is one, but um, he definitely incorporates that into his game a little bit. Um, so I would get um get connor into your lineup as well now as far as my man tony toe tap goes tony toe tap and you know you're like the only one i've ever heard calling that oh you don't watch a lot of television flex oh okay his his coach calls him tony toe tap i never heard of that before yeah uh well you heard it here first okay so uh the falcon secondary is in shambles so i can see antonio brown going completely nuts in this game uh in seasonal what do you want me to say bench him no, don't bench him. Get him into your lineups. Good now, in, um, in daily, he's 9K on FanDuel and 9,100 on DK. He's the second most expensive player on the slate. Yeah, you want to guess who the first is? No, I don't want to guess. Todd Gurley. Um, but he's the most expensive. So I think that's going to keep some people off of him, which I like, but uh, all systems go for, um, for Antonio Brown. Now, on the other side of the ball, Juju. Get a little bit of juju in your lineup as well. He's going up against Desmond Trufant, who replaced Brian Poole in that Falcon secondary, and he got torched by Tyler Boyd last week for 11 catches and 100 yards. So uh, he's AK on FanDuel, 7,500 on DK, so a little bit uh, cheaper. So get him into your lineup as well. Um, And 
Vance McDonald. I wouldn't mind having Vance McDonald this week. Um, if you if he's a streaming option in seasonal, get him into your lineups. Uh, but also on DK, he's thirty seven hundred and forty six hundred on Fanduel. He's my absolute favorite play in daily this week. So get get Vance McDonald into your lineup as well. Now, on the Falcon side of the ball, your boy Matty Ice is absolutely playing out of his mind right now. Out of his mind. The last three, out of his mind. The last three weeks, he's uh, he's had top eight uh, QB performances with uh, twelve touchdowns and only one interceptions. And this week, he gets a Pittsburgh defense that's been absolutely awful this year. So uh, another prime spot for Matty Ice. Um, get him into your lineup. I love him in daily as well as a lower own pivot off of Big Ben. Now, Julio, Julio, Julio. Is this the eruption spot for Julio? Nope. I've never seen a player that's on pace for 2,000 receiving yards and zero touchdowns. That's what Julio's on pace for this year. Mm-hmm. So um, I think this is the week that he finally gets into the end zone. So if you guys are Julio owners, obviously get him into your lineups uh, in daily plug-and-play. Uh, All-world rookie Kelvin uh, Ridley. He's been on a torrid pace so far this year. I don't see any reason why this is going to stop against the um, – Against that Steelers, so get Ridley into your lineup, and I don't even mind a little bit of Austin Hooper. The Rockin', the Falcons' run game is going to be a stay away for me this week. Um, Freeman, you know, coming off that injury, um, if you want to plug and play him, I guess go ahead in seasonal. Um, I, I'd look elsewhere. I mean, if there's one bright spot in that Pittsburgh defense, it has been their run defense. Uh, but this is going to be a great, entertaining game. I see a ton of points in this game. I don't know if it will get to 58, so if I was a betting man, maybe I would consider the under. Uh, but I do like the Pittsburgh Steelers in this game. I'm actually going to go with the Falcons in this game. Really? I just think the offense is going to stay red hot. Even I can though, see the Falcons winning, but even though sell de- me. Even though their defense is uh, – no, not just so much sell you. I mean, the defense of the Falcons has been terrible. Not for nothing. If you look at this, the Falcons' defense has had a total – if you take away that first one, that mm-hmm. first week, they've had a total of minus six fantasy points this season. So uh, it's it's – it's, I just think there's nothing really to sell you. I just think that that offense is going to stay red hot, and it's just clicking, moving, booming. Yeah. So that's the only reason why. Give me, the, give me the home team. I take the Steelers. All right. You take the Steelers. No problem. All right. So now moving on to uh, Ravens versus Browns. Now, it would be fun to watch the Browns get another win here. I doubt that's going to happen this week. Mm-hmm. All right. I really hope the Braves don't go on another monstrous losing streak like the Braves. Have. The Braves. The Browns. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Got a lot going on. Uh, I doubt it's going to happen with them. You know, they do have a strong defense that they're facing here with the Ravens. I still like Hyde. Hyde has scored at least one touchdown in every single game so far. And he's eventually that's going to end his long streak of touchdowns. But um, still, you got to play him here just for the fact that he's getting 21.8 touches per game. So he's always going to have that opportunity to give you a good amount of fantasy points. Mayfield is a question mark for me here. I know a lot of people want to, like, be hyped about him, even though he didn't do much last week, whatever the case may be. But, um... You know, if you want to be like that gambling better man, want to roll the dice, go ahead. I'm not really recommending. I'm sure there's a ton of better options out there than Mayfield. If you're a jackal? If you're a jackal, absolutely. You know, it's funny I actually wrote that down, but I wasn't going to say that because I don't want to explain it. If you don't know what a jackal is, just listen to last week's episode. Uh, The Browns, they do a pretty good job of protecting their quarterback. And the Ravens are actually really low. They're ranked 29th in pressure, uh, putting pressure on the passes. Uh, but they still also don't allow a lot to the quarterbacks. They actually allow the third fewest fantasy points to QB so far. So that's why I look elsewhere. Definitely play Landry, of course. If you're considering sitting Callaway and there's better options for you, I'm sure there will be. Go ahead. You know, the only wide receiver you really play without thinking is Landry. 
Uh, and the Ravens really don't think much about it. You know, play John Brown. Mm-hmm. Absolutely play John Brown. He's been great so far this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. Stay with him. Ride the hot hand. Mm-hmm. Um, I know people kind of feel indifferent about Alex Collins. I understand that. But the guy is getting 15 touches and 69.7 scrimmage yards over the past three games. You know, mm-hmm. I said it before. He is their most talented back. And look what Marshawn Lynch did to these Browns, this Browns defense last week. He he chewed him up on the ground. You know, play Collins. Go ahead. Feel feel free to do it. I mean, I know he was kind of – people thought he was moving the wrong direction. He was held out of practice a couple of times this week. But, you know, he's back in practice. He's going to be okay. He's going to be able to play. Uh, I, I, I think Collins – is a little bit like an Aaron Jones situation. Not when he's going to take over. Not if he's going to take over. It's when he takes over. But it's a little slower. I think Jones is going to get the reins and the control and the go-ahead, the green light, faster than Collins will. But Collins is definitely their best player on this team. I am taking the Ravens. I am taking the Ravens as well. Moving on. All right, moving on. So we got the uh, the Dolphins traveling to Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a minus six-point home favorite uh, with a 48-and-a-half point total. I actually think that point total is a little bit too low. I could see, um, you know, if I was a Benton man, I would consider the over on this one. Uh, but on the Cincinnati side of the ball, um, Andy Dalton has played well, and now he goes up against the Dolphins' defense who ranks 30th in sacks with six uh, and 28th in quarterback kicks with 19. So um, this may be another good spot for Andy Dalton. On the offensive side of the ball for the uh, Bengals, the usual suspects, um, A.J. Green off off to a great start. Get him into your lineup. Uh, Tyler Boyd looks like he's going to have that breakout year this year. Uh, so far, so good. And my man, Joe Mixon returning off an injury. Um, the last two weeks before he went down, he had 22 touches in consecutive weeks, um, and I see him getting the ball a ton in this game as well. So all systems do- go for Joe Mixon. I, as a Mixon owner, have no problem deploying him uh, in seasonal, and I'll have my fair share of him in daily. On the uh, on the Dolphins side of the ball, I mean, you know, Tannehill has been serviceable this year, but um, nothing that I could really get too, too, too excited about. Um, I know that he's going to be low owned in daily, so if you want to take a couple of flyers, uh, but I wouldn't stream, I wouldn't use him as a streaming option in seasonal. Now, as far as the um, the running game goes, um, Kenyon Drake has looked. Uh, better and he does get a good matchup so i wouldn't mind deploying him as well so uh Kenyon drake is the only play that really stands out on the dolphin side of the ball i mean if you're a stills owner um you know i guess as a as a flex play get him into your lineup amandola is disappointed so far this year i had a little bit more expectations for him um and that's about it and give me the Bengals in this game you really like drake uh, I think that um you know the Bengals have been a little susceptible to to the rush this year so I, if look i if there's a play that you're looking for on the Dolphins, it's it's Drake. I think it's Tannehill, if anything. I mean, yeah. he's like, yeah, and Stills. Tannehill and Stills, not for nothing. Listen, the, the, like we know, the Bengals' defenses are awful. awful. Mm-hmm. The offense is very good. You know, the, the Dolphins' defense is so-so. But the thing is, like— the I think ba- they could be had on the ground, though, as opposed to through the air. Who are the Bengals? The Bengals, the Bengals could be had everywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean? They could be had everywhere. But on the ground, it, it, even if they could be, let's just say for argument's sake, you're right that they could be had on the ground. Mm-hmm. It's like Kenyon Drake. So he had three touches. He had total eight touches in the past two games. Eight rushing attempts. Excuse me. Eight rushing attempts in the past two games. He only caught one pass last week and then mm-hmm. two passes the week before that. Like, Yeah, I mean, look, there, there's going to come he's a He's got a, a total of ten catches throughout the entire season. Like he, He's also, not for, another, not for nothing, was also somebody I was kind of considering when we gave up our shows last week for like mm-hmm. the biggest waste of a pick because yeah. he was taken as like an RB1 for some teams. It's not their RB2. Right, and that's I what it was I mean. I mean. And look, the Dolphins had high expectations for him coming into the year. So, um, look, 
I mean, if if there's a play I'm looking on the Dolphin side of the ball, it that, would it would be Drake. That's your opinion. I strongly disagree with you. I say stay away from Drake at all costs. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted to play somebody from the Dolphins, I would say play Tannehill. And I'm, look, I'm not say, saying he's a must start. No, no, but, no I get it. I get I'm it. Saying, you're like, saying if in, you're looking for somebody to play from seasonal, there. Seasonal. If you have him in seasonal and you need, you know, a low end flex play, and he's there, why not? Nope. Uh, I stay away from that. From me. At all costs. And remember also, as I said, too, uh, Giovanni Bernard and John Ross are both out for this mm-hmm. game. And Giovanni Bernard catches the ball pretty well. Uh, so I see bigger games here for Green and Boyd. I see bigger games for the both of them. Uh, and just in case, if Joe Mixon's like limited in a sense, mm-hmm. or if the Dolphins end up taking like a lead, no, no, like not a lead, but if the Bengals end up taking like a lead and they don't want to rush Joe Mixon back because they already have a strong lead because they have such a strong offense, pick up Mark Welton. Look at Mark Welton. Pick him up. He's going to be that guy that's going to that's going to take over that Gio Bernard, Gio Bernard role for this game. Uh, who do you have? You said I got the Bengals. So do I. I have the Bengals as well. I am no longer going to just take the opposite side for of you just for the sake of doing it. That's an excuse. All right, moving on because we don't have that much time left, and we have a couple of more games to get over. Uh, Jaguars at Chiefs. What Jaguars you got? versus the Chiefs. This is going to be a fun game to watch. It is. If my Giants weren't also playing at 1 o'clock, this would be the game that I would be watching, too, for the most part. This is going to be a very fun game. It's one of the leagues. Oh, I'm watching that Steelers-Falcon game. It's Well, this one I like. You know, This one's going to be good because it's different because the Steelers both have bad defenses and the both team has good offenses. You know, I kind of saw something like that last week with the Falcons and the Bengals. This one has arguably the league's best offense against the league's best defense. Something's got to give. Also, on the other side of the ball, though, the, the Jaguars don't have that much of a str- – they have an okay, a mediocre type of offense. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs have a really I mean, bad defense. Bortles hasn't played bad this year. No, that's what I'm saying. But it's oh. not like it's not like a, like oh my god, you're facing the Jaguars defense. Don't play. Don't don't you know you're you're facing the Jaguars offense. Don't play the defense that's yeah. facing them. So 49 points total on this game. But so Vegas does expect some scoring. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. I I I think it's 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 going to be definitely a good game to watch. My favorite player here on both sides of the ball. Even though it's of course you know you got your Pat Mahomes, you got your Tyreek Hills, you still play those two, and you still play Travis Kelsey without a doubt. You know going against the Jaguars defense. If you want to look for somebody else besides the Jaguar defense, if you want to stream somebody else this week, I'll be fine doing that because, like I said, as much as the Jaguars defense is kind of like one of those defenses you just leave there, you don't think about it, you just play them. But you and I are Jaguar defense owners in our league that that uh, we play for the, in- the big Instagram league, mm-hmm. and we're going to try to find somebody else to stream because that that Chiefs offense is that that good. So we're going to see which one prevails. But I love. TJ Yeldon here. Love TJ Yeldon. As I said, Leonard Fournette's going to be out for two to three weeks, and the Chiefs have allowed the most fantasy points to running backs this season. Most fantasy points. The Lions are awful, giving up the most yards to running backs, but fantasy-wise, the Chiefs have given up the most fantasy points to their running backs. They give up 5.7 yards per attempt. That's the most yards per attempt in the NFL that the Chiefs defense gives up. And when TJ Yeldon when he averages at least 15 touches in a game, he gives you at least 15 points. So I love TJ Yeldon this week. I like him to also have a very big game this week for TJ Yeldon. Um, and I like the wide receiver here, so for the most part, you know, you want to play any of them. I'm, you know, no specific. I'm not going to, you know, anybody could have the better game there. You know, you want to play D.D. Westbrook, he could have a hot top game. Any of those receivers you want to play. Uh, also, Shafari Jenkins is also a good tight end to have where the tight end is so thin. You want to play him there, you go ahead and play him. Pat Mahomes, I said you play, um, you know, every week when you go against the Jags, you got to be a little nervous. Mm-hmm. So if you have somebody better that you want to play, I'm not saying sit him for like a Mariota or sit him for, you know, but if you want to sit him for like Big Ben Roethlisberger mm-hmm. going against the Falcons at home, yeah. that's fine by me. It's 
It's tough to sit him. Oh man. no, a hundred percent. I don't know if I'd be uh, able to do it. A hundred percent is tough to sit him because he sit, you sit him and he throws six touchdowns. You're gonna be. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, but I'm saying last week he kind of came down to earth a little yeah, bit. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Know, for sure. It's it's just it just shows that he's mortal. Mm-hmm. He still had a great game. Don't get me wrong. He still had a great game. All I'm saying is is like a big Ben Roethlisberger because of the matchup and at home against the Falcons. If you decided to play somebody like him. Mm-hmm. Playing. I'm not saying to sit him. Like for example, I don't. I don't say sit him for like Kirk Cousins, who's going against the Eagles. Don't sit him for that. But I'm saying just for certain matchups, if you want to, because he's going against the Jaguars defense, that's fine. If you have a question about whether to do or not, you can hit us up. Member on Instagram at BFB Podcast and on Twitter at Podcast BFB. But everybody else, I say it's fine to play. Um, for the most part, as you already know, how I feel about uh, Kareem Hunt. The Jaguars defense is very strong against the run. So I'm not even looking at Kareem Hunt this week. But of course, seasonal wise. If you bought, if you paid that much of a high price for him, you gotta play him. I am going with the Jaguars. The I Ch- think that this is the week that the Chiefs uh, winning streak ends. They're gonna go four and one. Um, you know what? Playing ro- from the short week. They just played Monday night. I'm, ro- short week. I'm rolling with the Chiefs, man. I am not mad at that. Moving on, we got two more games left, and we still got to talk about our giveaway. So let's keep this going, Charlie. All right, so we have the uh, the Raiders traveling to the Chargers. Uh, Chargers are minus five and a half. Home favorite with a 52 and oh, a half. Oh, we got a couple more games. Oh, man, yeah. we got time. We got to rush this out. Come on. Let's get through as fast as we can. So, yes. Um, so, on the Chargers side of the ball, the usual suspects get rid of his NTL lineups. Uh, Keenan Allen, plug and play. Um, Melvin Gordon, I think, is a smash spot for him. So, get Melvin Gordon into your lineups. And he's actually one of my favorite plays in daily as well. On the Raiders side of the ball, um, I Marshawn Lynch, um, he continues to... You know, prove me wrong. So if there's a, a ch- anywhere where that um, Charger defense could be had, it is against the run. Uh, their secondary has been better, but uh, you want to attack them. You want to attack them on the ground. So get Lynch into your lineups and uh, Cooper. Get Cooper into your lineups. He's been impressive so far this year. Um, so I like him as well. But ultimately, I do like the Chargers in this game. So give me the Chargers. I like the Chargers at well. Not really much special to say about that game. Uh, so moving on to the Vikings and the Eagles, another really big game I like to watch. And this was a four o'clock game, so this one I also like to watch with the Vikings and Eagles. And it's crazy. The Vikings have had some pretty fun matchups lately, like against the Rams and the Packers in the past two weeks, and then the week before that when they lost to the Bills. So the Vikings have been a really interesting team to watch so far this year. Now both teams have very good offenses and very good defenses. So I feel like kind of like an adrenaline kind of rushing extent of like who's gonna like pierce through and get to the end zone but i don't see like a i don't see that much of a crazy high scoring game as they both kind of do have pretty solid um pretty solid defenses now the vikings defense has been kind of dwindling a little bit but at mm-hmm. the same time it's like the eagles running game has also been dwindling for the most part ajay to me is the biggest question mark in this game uh because he has been struggling in a sense, but at the same time, it's not like anybody else doing anything better. And the the Sproles has been out, and Clement has been out. Now they're going to probably be back this week. So Ajayi to me is the biggest headache here. It's hard to sit him as well. Yeah, I'm, all I'm saying about Jai, don't expect much. That's all I'm saying about him this week. I like him for the whole season. Just saying, don't expect much. Um, but everything else, once again, this is another game where you kind of play everybody. You still play once if you have them. But same thing, I would also be a little worried. You play Cousins if you had them, I'd be a little worried. The only players I'm not worried about, not for nothing, are still Thielen and Diggs, are the two main players that I'm not yeah. worried about. Everybody else you name, you want to play, you could play, mm-hmm. I'm worried. But if you have your options, it's going to be like tough. So please hit us up on any of those questions you have, and I really, really, really hope that I'm wrong about this. I got the Eagles going. 
You got the Eagles? I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I got the Vikings. Please, I hope you're right. I hope you're right, Charlie. Mm-hmm. I hope you are. I just think the Eagles are going to win this one. Moving on. All right, so we have the Rams traveling to Seattle. The uh, Rams are a minus seven and a half road favorite uh, with a 50 point total. So Vegas does expect some scoring in this game. On the Rams side of the ball, you don't need me to tell you. Usual suspects, Todd Gurley on a torrid pace so far this year. Get him into your lineup. Jared Goff has been on a tear this year. Um, so I wouldn't mind getting him into my lineups as well. Uh, the pass catchers, all systems go for uh, Brandon Cooks. Um, and Cooper Cup, who just had a monster game this last week. On the Seattle side of the ball, if you're a Russell Wilson own, owner like myself, you're, you're playing him, even though I don't feel great about it get, going against that Rams defense. Um, and that's about it. I mean, you know, Doug Baldwin, he did get seven targets last week, so you may want to look at him. And Tyler Lockett does continue to see his share of targets in that passing game. So um, nothing to overthink here, guys. I like the Rams. I like the Rams to do it here too, and I would not, if you look elsewhere to play any of their running backs, I know Chris Carson is updated to be healthy. He is going to play this game, but they're going to probably go back to a little trio, and uh, you, you, it's just tough to play anybody going against yeah. the Rams. Even though There's no a, clear-cut lead back in that offense. No, it's going to be Chris Carson. It's going to be Chris Carson. He's the best guy there. It's going to be him. He's just got to just wait until uh, when. Uh, moving on. Now, this is another interesting game. It's kind of like, well, remember we mentioned last week about the bad movies? Mm-hmm. So this is one of those things. Don't take this game too seriously, and you'll yeah. enjoy it. It's you one know of those I mean? bad games that might be good. There's going to be a game that's going to be fun to watch like that. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 both struggling offenses with both struggling defenses. Something interesting here to mention: the 49ers have allowed at least 24 points every game this season, 27 in the past three, and the Cardinals have scored just a total of 37 points the entire season. So you see what I mean? Like it's just back and forth. It's going to be bad. Uh, but this is the deciding game for guys like me that own life is Gerald. This is going to be the deciding game. I am going to play Fitzgerald this year. This is the game where he could do it. Now, granted, he's hurt and he's kind of day-to-day, but if he plays, I am playing him, and this is the game to decide whether or not in the future if I'm going to start benching him or not. This is it. Now, other weeks or two, you can start considering it, but matchup-wise, you play him. And you see where it goes here. You know, if he gets back to double-digit scoring, this is the game where he could he could do it. Um, Ricky Seal Jones is a solid play, like I said, with a lack of depth at tight end. With the the, the Cardinal side, I mean the 49ers side, you still play Breida. You know, the cards the cards have actually given up the third most rushing yards so far to running backs, but they're third, but they're actually kind of second because third um, the second place right now is New England, but they just had a game, so that's why they're giving up more rushing yards than the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. But uh, Matt Breida, I like a lot. He's you know I said it before. Anybody going against the Cardinals rushing, you play them. Same thing with the Lions. Um, yeah, def- I like him a ton too. I like him in daily, especially Matt de- Breida. Matt Breida, you definitely play Kittle. Uh, you do not play Godwin. You sit, Marquis Goodwin. You did not play Goodwin uh, unless you want to be the battling man, but don't do that. He's supposed to be the big breakout player, but, you know, an injury has kept him out. And no Jimmy Garoppolo also limits his touches. But like I said, David Johnson should have a very good game here. You're going to play him anyways. It doesn't matter. Larry Fitz, I hope he comes back to double-digit touches. If you want to look for a tight end, great matchup here for Ricky Seals Jones, and Matt Breed is also going to yeah, have a great DJ game. DJ is interesting in uh, in daily because he's going to be he's going to have like no ownership this week. Oh yeah, good point. I have the 49ers. I got the Niners as well. All right, moving on. Two All more right. games, and we still got my Dallas. Da- my Dallas Cowboys traveling to Houston. Uh, Houston is a minus three point home favorite with a 45 and a half point total for the game. Uh, Houston going up against that Dallas defense, which has been better than a lot of people expected this year. But I mean, look, Deshaun Watson in seasonal, you're playing him DeAndre Hopkins plug and play uh, Will Fuller also you know we've said it at Nosium the Cowboys do struggle out of the slot so your boy Kiki Cutie 
Give him a look this this Kiki week. Kiki Cutie absolutely has a shoulder yeah. slot. Yeah, and Puller has an injury uh, thing that he might might not. Yeah, yeah right? I think but he's, it, he's he might game play, time. but he's but it's gonna be a game time thing. Yeah, but uh, Kiki Cutie might be you know uh, uh, might have a look here on the Cowboys side of the ball. I mean, look, Zeke had that breakout game last week, uh, and now the Texans do have a stout run defense, so it's gonna it's not gonna be easy trending for Zeke this week. But I mean, look, I fully expect him to get twenty to twenty five carries again. Uh, now the Texans. Defense has struggled against the pass, but can Dak get it done? That's the big question here. Can he finally get that Cowboy passing game going? I don't know, and I'm the most optimistic Cowboy fan that there is. So I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Yeah, um, you are. <laughs> yeah, the over-under is 45.5. I might not be, you know, I'm intrigued with the under in this game, but ultimately I do see my Dallas Cowboys winning a squeaker. <sighs> is Sean Lee playing? He's not. I got the Cowboys this game. Last time I took the Cowboys, they lost. So if so, so flex jinx. So it's kind of like either way, I'm winning. Like I win the pick. Uh, I see what you're doing. You're, I win you're, the you're pick. picking all the NFC East teams. But then, so. it, but then if the Cowboys lose, well, you've been picking your Giants every week, and they've been losing. So damn, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so moving on to the last game of the, se- uh, the, the week season. Wow, I'm already going to go way too ahead. It's still hot here in New York. Um, mm. The last game of the week, the Monday night game. This is actually some pre- a pretty good Monday night game, some good yeah. Monday night action. Adrian Peterson is back to being limited at practice. He sprained his ankle in week three, so that bye week came at a perfect time mm-hmm. for Adrian Peterson. The Saints are doing a pretty solid job against the rush, though. They're giving up only three touchdowns at 318 yards in total after week four. And they've been facing some pretty strong running backs like Carlos Hyde, you know, like Tevin Coleman, mm-hmm. and of course the fantastic Saquon Barkley. But uh, he's still a play. He's still kind of like a high flex, low RB two for me, Adrian Peterson, for what he's been doing. So he's still kind of a play for me. But you know, it's I'm still juggling about. Like I said, I might play like Aaron Jones over him. Might I'm, I, I have two shares of AP and I'm I'm playing him. Oh no no yeah, I just just matchup wise, I'm just you know maybe maybe not. I'll see how it is. You know, uh, and the thing is because the, the the Redskins defense is not that bad, but that Saints offense is such a dominant offense. You mm-hmm. know, but the thing is, what's a big play here? Who I like is definitely Jordan Reed, especially because the Saints have yet to see a tight end of his caliber. Mm-hmm. So I like Jordan Reed a whole lot for this game. Um, and the big story here is what you do with Mark Ingram. Uh, I think if I had, you know, I think him and Kamara, they're mm-hmm. going to go back to what they did last year. Kamara yeah. is still going to dominate, still going to be a stud. Of course, he's going to have some regression for his fantasy points. He just has to because now he's sharing a load with, you know, Mark Ingram. If you have Mark Ingram here, he's a solid, you know, two, two you know, RB2 to play. It's a great match. I have a ton of Mark Ingram in seasonal. I, I drafted him almost everywhere, and, wow. I'm, and I'm deploying him. No, no, no. Yeah. I mean, it's a great matchup for him. I mean, the Redskins defense is pretty solid. By the way, Josh Doxson also is walking around in a boot. Mm-hmm. Hurt again, Josh Doxson, but now he has a boot on. Um, in the last practice, that's what we've seen wearing. But the run defense is not that great with the Redskins. So it's a pretty, very good, favorable RB2 matchup for him that he is RB2 type of numbers. So I still think he's worth the strong play. I, you know, I, I think that. I, I doubt there's probably better players out there for the most part because mm-hmm. you've been, you've been, the most part, you've been riding out with somebody else over Ingram. You drafted him to be your RB2, and I think he's going to be the RB2 title this week. Uh, you play Camaro, though. You play Michael Thomas. You play Drew Brees. Uh, but, you know, Alex Smith I also like here, too, because, like I said, you know, you saw last year in the Chiefs, he could throw the ball down the field. So I like Alex Smith to be played there because that's what the Saints get hurt for the most part. But in this game, I have the Saints. I have the Saints as well. We have a lot 
of a like games this week because I am no longer going to gamble with you because I'm just gambling. Even though I agree with you a lot. tired of me beating you every week. Well, I'm just gambling. I'm taking other players just for the sake of just going against you, just for the sake of making it fun. You know what I mean? That's what I've been doing. I've been agreeing with you, but I'm just going to just sometimes do it just to be fun. But anyways, all right, all right, all right. Oh, bowl prediction. Get that out of the way. All right, bowl prediction. My bowl prediction is that Big Ben throws not one, not two, not three, but four touchdown passes. I could see that. I can see that. I'm taking two again because you don't like going with two bowl predictions. Actually, I got, well, I'm going to have one more then. Go okay, ahead. go ahead. Take me one. No, no, go ahead. You go first. Carryon Johnson rushes for over 100 yards and gets a receiving touchdown. Okay. That's what I think. And Julio Jones goes another game without a touchdown. Oh, I'm going to go opposite. I'm going to go opposite. Julio Jones finally gets into the box, not once, but twice. I know I've made this prediction before, but one week I have to be right. And as super excited as you got, Charlie, let's get everybody really super excited about our giveaway. Because you got really excited there. Everybody is really excited about the giveaway. Charlie, do you mind if I say what it is? Well, being that it's a giant giveaway. It is a giant giveaway. Giants Here, let me see it up for you. Go ahead, Listen, we are here in New York, right? We are here in New York at the end of the day, and we're not like a national podcast yet. Not yet. Oh, wait. Even though we we are on an international, we got to... Yeah, we're we're growing in Canada, not for nothing. Mm -hmm. We have. Our numbers have been growing in Canada. I've seen that. Yeah. We have your followers in other parts of the the world, too, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, we're not just up there yet. We will be. But New York Giants fans and everybody fans in football in general, this is a big giveaway for you guys. We are giving away... A full NFL-sized football. An actual full NFL-sized football autographed. By who? Saquon Barkley. This is very difficult for me to give up. Yeah. This so is you don't v- want to just keep it, Flex? I didn't tell my wife yet that I got it. You're going to create a whole bunch of burner accounts and leave comments? I didn't want to tell my wife yet that we got it because she'll get mad at me for giving it away. <laughs> but I'm giving it away in the hopes to make the show grow. Remember, in order to win the giveaway, all you have to do is do what my boy what my boy Will did the other, you mm-hmm. know, for the last giveaway. We gave up an autographed Le'Veon Bell jersey, and you have to do as much as you can to get us recognized by you. Mm-hmm. Retweet us. Repost us on your Instagram. Post us on your Instagram stories. Comment on iTunes. Comment on Google Play. You know, post us on your... Will literally posted a picture of a meme, something about fantasy football, and tagged us in it says, I listen to yep. Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. He he uh, wrote to us on our YouTube. He wrote to us on our, on our um, iTunes. He put us on our Instagram story. He did, and that's why he won it, because he did it more than everybody, but now... A lot he wanted Love Bell jersey, and Love Bell might not play another game for the Steelers. Uh, he wasn't even worried about that when I said <laughs> it, but he's supposed to report back to locker room yeah, week yeah, seven. No, I know, I know. But anyways, the thing is, we have a full size—not a jersey, but it is a full size NFL football, and it's a rare one that he signs his full name because mm-hmm. because usually his autograph is the SB, but he has his full name signs on it. So it's, it's, you gotta see it. It's great. The football—he really signed it. Uh, we got the certificate of authenticity and everything. A Saquon Barkley. Autograph football could be yours. Just let us know who you are. Comment us on our iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Anyway, comment us. Comment on us. Comment on our on our Instagram page. Follow us. Mm-hmm. Retweet us on Twitter. Follow us. Just do whatever it is to constantly get yourself noticed out there. Give us the likes on the fa- on the Fancy Life app if you're part of that. Better Fantasy Bureau is the name on the Fancy Life app. Give us their props. You know, comment on this on the Fancy um the Fantasy Life app. 
That's where we're giving away a Saquon yeah. Barkley autograph. And watch football. out for uh, Flex's burner accounts. If you see, if you see Spidey one two three in the comments, you know it's Flex. That's pretty funny, actually. There you go. <laughs> no, don't worry. I'm not going to get any ghost accounts to do that. But as I'm saying, though, get yourself uh, out there recognized by us, Matt. You want to cue us up with our outro music, please? And that's going to be the show that All we right. have today. Good show. Hit us up anytime with any questions you have. As we said on Instagram at BFB Podcast, on Twitter at Podcast BFB, the Fantasy Life app at Better Fantasy Bureau. Hit us up, whatever it is. Get yourself an autograph, Saquon Barkley jersey. We're going to have that going till, for the rest of the month until yes. the half of the season. you got a whole month to uh, leave your comments and win yourself that autograph football. Do whatever it is you got to do, party people, to get it for you. Once again, I am Flex Hitless. Charlie, once again, goodbye to the party people. Bureau, it's going to be a fun weekend. Enjoy Venom. Enjoy the fight. And enjoy football on Sunday. Let's go, Cowboys. Peace. Ah, you just left it on a bad note. <laughs> All right, party people. Have a good one. Peace.